If you feel like your life is too complicated, cluttered, and stressful, you're not alone. Many of us lead busy lives and have endless demands on our time and attention, which can lead to feelings of overwhelm and burnout. That's why it's essential to find ways to simplify your life, prioritize what matters most, and reduce the amount of stress and chaos in your daily routine. By doing so, you can free up more time and energy to focus on the things that truly bring you joy and fulfillment. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. All right, so today we are talking all about how to simplify your life and to stress less. Who could use a little bit of that? Look, in true transparency, some of these tips I'm going to be sharing with you guys here today are going to be good reminders for me as well. And as I go through this list, I don't want you guys to feel overwhelmed like you have to do all of these things. Just choose what resonates the most with you. If there's something that I say and the hair stand up on the back of your neck or you feel like those goosebumps along your arms, then that's probably the thing that you need to work on. Or if you feel something in your stomach or a tightness in your chest, whatever like hits that chord for you, I want you to choose that and focus on that. In today's fast-paced world, many of us have a lot on our plates, which can lead to feelings of overwhelm, burnout, and even physical and mental health issues. That's why it's crucial to find ways to simplify your life, prioritize what matters most, and reduce the amount of stress and chaos in your daily routine. Okay, so let's first talk about how simplifying your life can help you. Okay, and I'm going to share a few different ways that simplifying your life can help you. And there's lots, there's actually many different ways. Okay, so the first one is going to be reducing stress and anxiety. Simplifying your life can reduce the amount of stress and anxiety you feel on a daily basis. And this is something sometimes I hear from my corporate clients that they just feel like the weight of stress is just crushing them and it's just crippling them. And sometimes they don't even want to get out of bed in the morning because it's like, oh, I have to go through another day of this, another demanding day, another demanding schedule. Can you relate to that? Do you feel like that sometimes? But by reducing the number of tasks, obligations and commitments you have, you can free up more time and energy to focus on the things that truly matter to you. And I believe right now that a lot of us in life are spending our time doing a lot of things that we feel that we have to do. And we're not really doing those things that bring us true joy and fulfillment in our lives. So if you resonate with that, then, you know, definitely I want you to kind of look at, you know, how you're spending your time throughout the day. Look at all the different tasks and obligations and commitments you have and see how you can free up some of your time and energy. And I'm going to get more into time management techniques a little bit later. 
Yeah, but what I also want you to know, I also just have to say this about stress because stress is made out to be seen like this a villain, okay? And I used to think that stress was always bad as well, but that's not true. Stress isn't always a bad thing. In the short term, stress hormones such as cortisol, they actually energize you. Um, They motivate you to overcome obstacles and help you to focus on the problem. Over time, however, the same hormones can lead to anxiety, catastrophic thinking, and that's just a recipe for disaster, especially for our mental health. Um, This can negatively affect your heart, your immune system, weight, and even your brain functioning. And I also talk about this with my corporate clients that, you know, I talk about rumination and rumination is when you tend to dwell on distressing or stressful events over and over and over again in your mind. You keep replaying those events. Okay. When you do that, what you're actually doing is you're training that emotional part of your brain to become stronger. And this means that you're probably going to spend more time in the future ruminating and more time in the future, spending a lot of time on those things that you find distressing. Okay. So there's that saying that that says, you know, your energy, what is it again? Your focus goes, what is it again? Is energy flows where your focus goes, right? It's kind of like the pothole and the road analogy, right? If you're staring at that pothole, you're more likely to go into the pothole. But if you actually look to where it is that you want to go, that's where you're going to be more likely to end up instead. Okay, so I want you to start shifting your your energy towards the things that you really want to do and stop focusing and obsessing over all those things that you really don't want to do. I feel like that's a whole other podcast episode. So I'm going to make a note of that. Stay tuned for that in the future. Um, so back to stress for a second, chronic stress. So chronic stress, so acute stress is like the stress that I mentioned earlier, right? So you know, like the short-term stress that energizes you and motivates you to overcome a specific obstacle, okay? Then you have chronic stress. So chronic stress is the type of stress that it wears people down day after day, year after year. And chronic stress destroys both your body and your mind. This is the one that we need to be concerned about. And this is the one that a lot of people are experiencing right now. Chronic stress, it negatively affects every system in your body. And it can also be the culprit behind weight gain, blood sugar imbalances, which could lead to things like diabetes or even prediabetes, problems with your memory, okay? So excessive stress, it actually affects part of your brain that affects your memory. So if you found that your memory is faltering a lot more lately um, than, you know, than ever before, then it could be because you're living under like chronic stress. Okay. It can also cause digestive issues as well as fatigue and digestive issues. That's also another really important one, because if you're under chronic stress, it leads to digestive issues, right? So think about, you know, those knots that you get in your stomach or that tightness that you get in your stomach. That's probably a sign of a digestive issue. But the problem with that is that when your digestion is off, your body's not able to absorb the nutrients from the foods that you're eating. So even if you are eating something that's healthy, if you're under chronic stress, again, because your body is now redirecting, um, you know, importance to other areas of your body other than digestion, that means it throws your digestion off. And that means that your body's not actually absorbing the nutrients from some of those healthy foods that you're eating. Okay. So let's also talk about some other ways that you can simplify your life, okay? Um, So simplifying your life can also help you to improve your productivity. When you simplify your life, you can focus more on your most important tasks and goals. This can help you to be more productive and achieve your goals more efficiently. So lean into productivity tools and apps to help make this easier for you so that you can manage your time. So my team loves using Asana. So when they need me to review a task, they'll tag me in Asana and then I can go in and review their progress on a project that they're working on. 
Having systems really helps to free up mental space. Okay. This is so important. Freeing up the mental space is so important. Okay. So think about what systems you can start to create or use in your life to help you to better manage your time. Right. Um, next is enhancing well being. So simplifying your life can also help you to prioritize self care and enhance your overall well being. By reducing stress and increasing productivity, you can create more time for activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. I want you guys to feel more of that joy and fulfillment in your life. And it is possible. I know someone is listening to this right now saying, how do I do this? Like, how is this even possible? And I'm going to get into a little bit more strategies in a minute, but it is possible for you. And I want you to know that. No matter how busy you are, and especially if you're stressed, you need to schedule some time for yourself and enhancing your well-being. So I want you to start to think about how can you carve out more time for yourself? Perhaps it's in the mornings, even if it's only 15 minutes, or maybe it's on the weekends, okay? Maybe you make a date with yourself, like once a month on the weekends, where you do something for yourself that lights you up and fills you with joy. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you just from my experience. So what I do is every morning I make sure to have some time with true. Okay. True is me (laughs) talking about myself in the third person. I always spend some time with myself in the morning because my days can be pretty busy and chaotic, but I find if I don't take that opportunity to fill my cup in the morning, I just feel like I'm in shambles for the rest of the day. Okay. So I want you to see if you can find like 10, 15 minutes to fill your cup in the morning before the rest of the day just takes away from you. So, and for me, it's not always the same thing every morning. It just depends on what I feel like I might need. Sometimes it might be like a quick five minute guided meditation. There's tons on YouTube or even Spotify. Um, Sometimes it could be like just reading a book, like a personal development book, just reading like a few pages just to kind of get like a centering thought for the day. Okay, so I want you to do whatever feels good to you. All right, so let's talk about strategies for simplifying your life. So you're probably thinking, okay, some of these things sound great, but how do I actually make them work? Okay, I hear you loud and clear. Let's talk about some strategies for simplifying your life and stressing less, okay? Now, simplifying your life, it may seem daunting, and you may be thinking to yourself, I don't even know where to start, but it doesn't have to be. There are so many different strategies and techniques that you can use to simplify your life and to reduce your stress. So here are some practical tips to help you to get started. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, like as I go through some of these strategies, I want you to think about the one that resonates with you the most, and I want you to pick that one. If you want to be a superstar and try to do all the ones on this list, go right ahead, knock yourself out, but I want you really to just choose one. And the reason why I don't want you to do all of them is because I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I don't want you to think of, you know, um, squeezing in techniques to stress less as something else that's not going to stress you out, okay? So as I go through these, just listen to the one that resonates with you the most, and I want you to choose that one. All right, so the first is decluttering your space. And this is a big one because it's often so overlooked. So clutter can actually cause stress and anxiety. So it's essential to declutter your home and your workspace. So get rid of things that you don't need, that you don't use and you don't love and organize the remaining items in a way that it makes sense to you. So this can help you to feel more calm as well as feeling more centered in your environment. Also, if you work at home, I really want you to get into the habit of clearing and cleaning up your desk 
each evening so that you're not starting the day buried in clutter. This is something that I I follow religiously. When I'm done doing my work for the day, I make sure I put everything back where it should be and I clean up my desk. There's nothing worse. And I'm sure, you know, you know this feeling when you go to your desk in the morning, it's just a mess. There's clutter everywhere. There's your dirty coffee mug sitting there from the coffee that you had yesterday. Maybe you have a plate on your desk from the sandwich that you ate the day before. There's papers everywhere. There's a paper clips. There's all these things like scattered all over your desk. It just, it just, it just makes you feel instantly cluttered in your mind as well. Okay, so, um, you know, start decluttering your desk at the end of your workday. All right. Now, here's another example. So, for example, in my home office, I had a lot of books on my desk because I am a book nerd. I love books. Okay, my idea of a good time is me curling up with a book and a nice cup of tea. Like that is my idea of a great time. Like I just, I love books. So because I love books, I had all these books like just piled up on my desk and I was starting to feel a little bit cluttered. So what I did was I grabbed some floating shelves and I installed them myself. And now I have a feature wall in my home office with all of my favorite books and trinkets. And it feels so good not to have that clutter around my immediate space. So start looking at your workspace and start identifying ways that you can reduce that clutter. Because I'm telling you, once you reduce that clutter on your desk, you reduce the clutter in your mind as well. And the same thing actually goes for your home too. Like if your home is a mess right now, if you have stuff everywhere, laundry baskets overflowing, like I want you to just take that time to declutter your space, right? So I'm going to give you another tip and we're going completely off script because I really want to help you guys out here. So another thing that I do is like if I'm like, I do like a deep clean of my house like once a week. So Friday afternoons is usually the time like I do a deep clean on my house, right? But I also like to get in the habit of putting things away like after I use them. Because before what I was doing was like I was like chucking something on top of my dresser or chucking something on top of my desk or like my dining room table. I'm like, I'll put that away later right? And later never comes. Let's be real. So get into the habit of like putting things away, like after you use them. And then that way you won't have to spend so much time cleaning up. Do you feel like your stress levels are constantly on the rise? You're not alone. Feeling stress is a perfectly normal feeling, but it can sometimes feel like you're taking on the world without the strength to get back up. In my free foods that soothe ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins, nutrients, and recipes that may help you to improve your mood as well as to reduce your stress. I know how it feels to be overwhelmed, so I wrote this resource with you in mind. No matter how stressed you are, there is always a way to find relief. This book doesn't take more than 10 minutes to read. You can even read it on your phone or on your tablet. You can also grab the free download over at trudyestone.com forward slash foods that soothe. All right. So another strategy um, to help you to simplify your life and to reduce stress is to prioritize your tasks. It's easy to get overwhelmed with the number of tasks and obligations on our plates. To simplify your life, prioritize your tasks based on importance and urgency. So focus on completing the most critical tasks first and then move on to less critical ones. I also like adding the most important tasks to my calendar and color coding them so that I can look at my calendar and immediately see and know what I need to prioritize. I am big on color coding, guys, like huge, huge. (laughs) All right. Another tip, use time management techniques. Um, Time management techniques such as time blocking can help you to stay focused and productive throughout the day. 
So set aside specific blocks of time for work, exercise, relaxation, and other activities, and stick to your schedule as much as possible. So with exercise, um, you know, I think I've shared here on the podcast, I kind of have like a love-hate relationship with exercise. Like I love the benefits that it gives me. I always feel great after a workout, but sometimes it's just so hard to just do it, right? Um, so what I did was I made a commitment to myself. And this is an, oh man, I feel like I could talk about so many things here. Okay, let's let's just talk about this first. So I made a commitment to myself that I'm gonna exercise three times a week. That is my commitment to myself. Okay. So no matter what that looks like, it might not always look like how I want it to look. It might not always look like the 30 minutes of exercise in the morning, which is what I like to do. I block up my calendar three times a week in the morning to exercise because I know if I don't do it in the morning, it's not happening. Like it's just not, I'm going to be, I'm, I, that's the other thing. You got to get real with yourself. You got to know yourself. And I know that the afternoon workout, the evening workout, that's not my jam. It will never happen. Right. So I block up three times a week to do my exercise. Um, I always make sure that Mondays is one of the days of the week that I get an exercise, Monday mornings, because I find that when I work out on Monday mornings, because I've made that commitment to myself to exercise three times a week, it becomes much easier to find two other days in the week to squeeze in a workout. But if I don't do it on a Monday, I feel like I'm kind of catching up with the workouts and I sometimes I don't always hit it, right? So, you know, try to do that. Look at your calendar and see. And for me, it's the morning. For you, it might be something different, right? So just look at your calendar and identify the best time block that you can put in your calendar to actually, you know, get that workout in and to work out. There was something else I was going to talk about that, but I can't remember what that was. It's it's gone. It's gone. Um, but lots of lots of benefits of exercising. Um, definitely recommend you guys get that in, however you can. Um, you know, there's lots of benefits to our brain as well when we exercise. It enhances the part of our brain that's responsible for memory as well as learning. Okay, and, and exercising is really important as you age. If you're, you know, in your 40s or your 50s, you lose that muscle. Um, you know, you, use, you lose your muscles as you age. So it's really important to make sure that you're keeping up with the workouts, especially if you're in your 40s and your 50s and you're listening to this, okay? Um, also try to minimize task switching. This is another time management technique. Try to minimize task switching or context switching. Context switching means moving between separate unrelated tasks. Context switching is particularly destructive because it takes a lot of time and effort to pick up where you left off and to get back into the zone. Especially in today's world of remote work, we're using more apps and technology like never before. On top of that, we often toggle between several different apps for team projects and then another set of apps for organizing work-related and maybe even personal tasks. Excessive task switching increases the brain's production of cortisol, the primary stress hormone. When there are many different things competed for our limited attention, the glucose that fuels our brain decreases, causing us to feel tired and perform mental tasks less efficiently. Instead, group like tasks together to save on mental space so that you're not doing too much task switching, which negatively affects your brain. For example, if I'm preparing for a speaking engagement, I'll take two hours and just focus on that without switching from task to task. Same thing if I'm preparing for a TV um, gig as well. I'll just take like, you know, one hour or two hours and I'll just sit there and block out that time and just spend that designated time preparing for my TV segment. All right, set boundaries. If you're fortunate enough to have an assistant, you can get your assistant to be your gatekeeper to help you to stick to your boundaries. I get it. Not all of us have assistants, okay? So if not, 
then you need to flex those muscles and set some boundaries so that you can set your day up the way that you want it so that you can ultimately stress less. If you use Slack, I know a lot of people now um, working remotely are using Slack, which is a, a communication app, right? If you use Slack, perhaps you turn off your notifications and change your status to something like doing deep work and let your team know what time you'll be back online. Uh, Say no to unnecessary commitments. It's so easy to get caught up in saying yes to every opportunity that comes our way. And we had Tiffany Hall on the podcast um, some episodes back talking about people-pleasing behaviors, okay? We want to get out of this. We want to, you know, stop getting caught up saying yes to every opportunity that comes our way. However, you know, sometimes saying no is necessary. And, and I, I want you to understand this for you people pleasers out there. And I know what that's like because I'm a people pleaser inherently myself. Sometimes saying no is necessary to simplify our lives and to reduce stress. How many times have you said yes to something and it's like, oh, oh my God, I wish I didn't say yes to that. Maybe, you know, your friends invited you to go out on a Thursday night, but you know, like Thursday is going to be a busy work day for you, but you said yes. Now here comes Thursday afternoon. You're feeling tired. You're exhausted. You're like, man, why did I say yes? I really don't want to go out. I don't want to do this thing, right? Has it ever happened to you? Then you know what I'm talking about, right? Sometimes saying no is necessary to simplify our lives and to reduce that stress. So learn to say no to commitments that don't align with your values or your priorities. So by using these strategies, you can simplify your life and to reduce stress. However, I want you to keep in mind that simplifying your life, it's a journey. It's not a destination, okay? It's just like, you know, eating healthy as well, making changes to your diet. It is a journey. It is not a destination. We're all always so caught up on the end result, the number on the scale. And we just want to skip over the process. We want to skip over the journey. And I'm telling you, like when you go through this practice of starting to simplify your life and reducing stress, you're going to, you're probably going to learn some new things about yourself, right? You're probably going to increase your confidence in yourself as well when you set those boundaries and when you stick to them. Okay. So it may take time to find the strategies that work best for you. And that's okay. The important thing is to keep trying and experimenting until you find what works for you. All right, so now that we've talked about the importance of simplifying your life and some practical strategies for doing so, let's talk about some well-being activities, okay? So this is gonna help you to reset and also to stress less. Um, Yoga and meditation classes. Yoga and meditation are effective techniques for reducing stress and promoting relaxation. So, you know, look for local yoga or meditation classes, or you can even participate in online classes from the comfort of your own home or YouTube as well. Like there's tons of yogis on YouTube. Um, So many of them that I love. Um, You know, recently, speaking of that, like recently I've changed my perception of workouts. I, you know, I thought before that I have to do something like HIT, which is high intensity interval training or some other form of strenuous exercise to really feel like I've had an effective workout, right? And now I've changed my approach based on what it is that I need in this season of life that I'm in. So I am loving Pilates right now and yoga because both help you to connect to your breath, which may help to reduce stress. Um, Sometimes if I have the time, I might do even like a five to 10 minute meditation following yoga. Mindfulness activities. Mindfulness activities such as mindful breathing or mindful eating can help you to be more present in the moment and to reduce stress. When is the last time you actually took a moment to appreciate your meal? Too often these days, we're shoveling foods foods into our mouth, eating on the go or in front of the TV, and this may also affect your digestion negatively. 
So eating mindfully means that you're using all of your physical and emotional senses to experience and enjoy the food choices you make. This helps to increase gratitude for food, which can improve the overall eating experience. I love to do this with coffee. I have a French press coffee every morning. I love the act of grinding the beans, the sound of how the beans sound in the grinder, the smell when I open the grinder, and the sound when I pour a fresh cup of hot coffee in my favorite coffee mug. It really is an experience for me. How can you make your experience of food more pleasurable? All right, so then there's nutrition, okay? I'm saving almost the best for last here. I have one more after this. Um, So then there's nutrition. Of course, I have to talk about nutrition, right? When we're busy or stressed, that's exactly when you need to dial in your nutrition so that your body can help you to keep up and to cope. Many of us turn to food to soothe our emotions, and it's usually high sugar foods or processed foods which can create inflammation in the body. Add in more anti-inflammatory foods like blueberries, green tea, turmeric, or leafy greens. There's so many anti-inflammatory foods to choose from. Perhaps you make a homemade turmeric latte with some turmeric, your favorite nut milk, and a splash of sweetener like honey. Not only is it soothing to drink, it will also provide benefits to your body at the same time. There's also adaptogens. Adaptogens are healing herbs or plants that help your body to manage stress by regulating your adrenals. Your adrenals control the way that your body responds to stress. Adaptogens help your entire body to cope with symptoms of stress, anxiety, and fatigue. Some of the best adaptogens include ashwagandha. Um, This is one of my go-tos. I have an ashwagandha tea that I I drink pretty much every single night. And I also have an ashwagandha powder as well. So I'll just add like a teaspoon of that into my smoothie. Okay, so there's ashwagandha, holy basil, and you could put holy basil in a diffuser. This is what I do as well in my office. Times where I'm feeling like a little bit tense or stressed, I'll just put a few drops of holy basil in my diffuser and just let that kind of waft through the air. It's amazing. Um, Then there's also shaga. Okay, but make sure to check with your doctor before you add in any of these adaptogens into your diet. Um, Then we have art therapy and journaling. So art therapy is a really creative way to reduce stress and express emotions. So you can even participate in a local art class. Maybe you could do a little wine and paint with the girls, right? Or you can even try online art therapy resources. Now, if you can't draw or if you're intimidated by it, you can even just grab an adult coloring book on Amazon and you can still reap the same benefits. Then we have journaling. Um, Journaling is a known stress reliever. It's a great way to get thoughts out of your head before you go to bed or even sometimes throughout the day when you need to organize your thoughts. By participating in some of these strategies and trying out these activities, you can discover new ways to reduce stress and promote well-being in your life. Remember, taking care of yourself and prioritizing self-care is essential for living a simpler and more stress-free life. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope that you found these tips and strategies helpful and that you'll consider some of these strategies for simplifying your life. Remember, simplifying your life and reducing stress is a journey, not a destination. Take it one step at a time and don't be too hard on yourself if you encounter setbacks along the way. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. 
Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.